Shalom Aleichem, dear friends. We are now in the countdown for Shavuos. So, Blinada, we're going to try to send out some short Shavuos on the Yonam of Shavuos, being that some of us will not, some of you will not be able to join us for the actual Tfilus of the Yom Tov. Tonight we're going to talk about the Shnei HaLechem. The Pasuk says that on Shavuos we bring Shnei HaLechem. I'll read to you the Pesukim. Mimakras HaShabbos. The Pasuk we've discussed already a number of times. The day after the Shabbos. Now we're talking about the other Shabbos. The Makras HaShabbos HaShviz. The seventh Shabbos, which Chazal tells us means after the seventh week has passed. Tzisperu Hamishim Yom. Then you will count the 50 days. We know that that means, the, uh, again, Rashi comments that you're not counting the 50th day. It means you're counting up to, but not including the 50th day. And then, on the 50th day, you bring a Mincha Chadosha Lashem. A Mincha, that means a... Uh, a carbon. What what is the carbon? Mimoshvoseichem. Next pasuk. Mimoshvoseichem to view. Lechem tnufa. Bring bread of waving. Shtaim two of them. And the the weight of it should be two astron two two of, of solus tiana chometz. And the pasuk tells us there should be davka chometz teafena bikurim lashem. So we are told over here that on the 50th day, when we count up to the 49th day, and then on the 50th day, which is Shavuos, then we bring the Shnei HaLechem. The Shnei HaLechem are meant to be Davka Chomets. The obvious kasha is that we have Mufurush Posek in Vayikra, back in Perik Base, Posek Yudalef. Kol Mincha Asher Takrivu Lashem. Lo te'aseh chametz, etc. So the pasuk is telling you not to that chametz is something that Hashem doesn't want. Chametz, we know, we spoke about chametz extensively during Pesach. It has to do with the Sahara. It's something that's negative, and therefore it's not to be brought. So what is happening over here with this carbon, the carbon of Shavuos, that the carbon is dafka of chametz. Now we have the Maharal in Gvurus Hashem Perk of Dalad, that he tells us that the reason that we, on Pesach, we're so careful from Chomets, is because Chomets is a horror, we are not equipped to deal with it yet, and then we go through a process of ascent, of going higher and higher, of, of gaining aspects of Shlemus, until we finally, when we receive the Torah, we are fully armed with what it takes to overcome the Yitzhahara, and so now we can bring the Shnei Lechem, we can bring Lechem of Chometz, because we have the Torah, like Hazal tells us, Hashem says, Barasi Yitzhahara, Barasi Tavlin, I made the disease called the Yitzhahara, but I also uh, created the remedy, the cure, the medicine for it, which is called the Torah. So now that we're equipped with the Torah, so now the Yitzhahara is not scary for us anymore. Now we can do it. 
we still needs a little bit more explanation, even though we can do it, but the question is, why, sh- why is Hashem having us do it? Uh, if it's just to show your abilities, is to show off your newfound strength and abilities and show how the, you know, we're not at all afraid of the Sahara. we know from the Gemoras, in the end of Asar Yusin, per- last parak in Kedushin, that one should not be, um, one shouldn't flaunt his dominion over the Sitra Akra, um, over the over the Eight Sahara, because uh, it's a very powerful entity, and if one entices it against himself, it could end up badly, even for very very big Talmid Chacham and Sadikim Ein Sham. So again, so we want to know what. What other reason could there be that that the Torah would be commanding us to bring a carbon of chametz, even though we can? But why should we? And um, you know that the reason should not be just to rub it into the Yitzhahara's face that we are not afraid of it, because that can sometimes backfire in a person. So perhaps we can explain it with a medrash. That comes to comment on Posik in Beratius. In the first paragraph of Beratius, it says, Vayarulukim Eskola Sher saw, and Hashem saw everything that He created. Vehine Tovmeod, and behold, it was very good. Vayer Vayboker Yom Hashishi, and it was evening, it was morning, that's the sixth day. So the midrash right there in the spot. Darshan's the word tov me'od. That that what is tov me'od? Tov is already tov. Tov is good. The good means royal This is how the thing ought to be. This is good. This is you know tov. Hashem saw the light was good. I mean the light. That light. That's the light. The Rashi says that that light is the or haganus lutzadikim. That light is. Uh, is a very very holy light. That's a big light. So that's called tov. So what else could you be asking for more than that? So what does it mean tov ma'od? How do you have better than that? So the medrash there says, what does that mean? What's this tov ma'od? So it gives a whole bunch of things. That this is sleep. This is the Sahara, This is the malach the angel of death. This is suffering, this is challenges, this is the fires of Gehenna. And at first glance, it's a Midrash plea. It seems like it's exactly the opposite. If it's Tov Me'od is very good, very good is meant to be better than good, and, the, and these things seem bad. This, this, is, this looks like Ra. It's the Yetzirah, it's the Malach HaMovus, it's Yisurim, this is all Ra. This is all bad. So, how do you how is the Midrash telling us that the thing that's very good, the Tov Ma'od, is very good, it's better than the Or Ganus Lutzadikim that was made on the first day, it's better than that, and, 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 it's, and it's all this evil. So, we learn together the Derech Hashem in Chelek Aleph, Perk Hay, Paragraph Dalad, Oz Dalad. So, the Ramchal tells us that the Ra is necessary for accomplishing the ultimate 
task of Olamazeh, purpose why we're in Olamazeh, is to earn our own shleimus, which means that there's going to be a challenge, there's going to be difficulty. And by overcoming that difficulty and revealing that godliness in the world, in spite of the difficulty, in spite of the challenge, we are able to earn our place in Olam Haba instead of getting it as a, as a matana. There shouldn't be for, uh, what's called Nahama Dikisufa, bread of shame, right? Someone who is given a freebie, a handout. So the person always feels like this is not really mine. This is just something that uh, someone gave me, but I don't really deserve this. I don't really belong here. I, don't, I shouldn't be getting this. And there's a certain level of uncomfort, of discomfort with that. But if you earned it yourself, and if you only had a small portion in it, but without you, it wouldn't have happened. So it's called the Messiah Bomamash. It's something that would, if, if I wouldn't have pushed, if I wouldn't have tried, if I wouldn't have become a tzaddik, I wouldn't be here in Olamabo. So then, then a person uh, feels like this is mine. I, this, I belong here. This is good. So the Derech Hashem in, in the Perik, in Perik Base, in the very beginning of the Sefer, in Perik Base, says that's why in order that the Tov should be Sholem, it should be the the best Tov, so that's why Hashem made it, that we should earn it ourselves. And so that means that there has to be a possibility of not earning, there has to be a challenge where, you know, are you going to get it, or are you not going to get it? It's, it's not so clear. So therefore, the, the, the Ra is necessary, because the Ra is the is the pole that's fighting against it. That's, that's the battle. There's a battle, and so the Ra is important component towards helping us achieve this goal. So according to that, it would come out very good that that's why all these seemingly evil, bad things are actually being called Tov. They're Tov Ma'od. They're very good. What do you mean Tov Ma'od? It means there's Tov. There's something that's naturally good. All my boys Tov. If Hashem would have put us into all my boy, they would have been good. But like we said, it would have been lacking something. It would have been lacking the fact there was no challenge in getting it. So it's not really mine. It was a freebie. So the Tov Ma'od means there's an addition. Something more on top of the thing that's already so great, that's already as good as it could be made. Because it's not from the perspective of the maker, what is being added, anything, because from the perspective of the maker, Tov is as good as you're ever going to get. But it's from the perspective of the recipient that the recipient can happily receive it because there's nothing, there's nothing embarrassing about it, there's nothing standing in the way, that's, that's the Tov Ma'od, because I earned it. So that means the Ra is not a part of the Tov, of course Ra is not Tov, it's Ra, but Ra can, when subdued and subjugated, and the Tov is revealed in spite of it, then the whole thing becomes Tov Ma'od, becomes very good. And that seems to be what the Vilna Gon adds to the what the Gemara and Brocha's explanation of our davening. We say in Yotzer Or Uvore Choshech Osei Shalom Vores Hakol. That's the Nusach Chazal or Kovei for us. That Hashem makes everything. The last words Osei Hakol. So the Gemara and Brocha's points out that. The, the entire thing is based on the Pasuk. Pasuk says, Yotzer or Vore Choshech, Ose Shalom Vore Ra, 
so Hashem creates evil, um, but here in the bracha of Yotzer, or are we changing? We're saying Yotzer Akol. So the Gemara in Brachas says there's a Lishna Ma'alia. It's a loftier language. It's a, in a simple understanding. It means it's a, it's a cleaner language. We're not not to use the words Ra while davening. So instead of Ra, so we say everything, meaning good things and also the bad things. Hashem creates everything. So so the implication is to the bad. But the Vilna Gaon adds that it's, it's even more than that. That the Mashmos itself, or the word Kol, speaks about Ra. Meaning the word Kol directly tells you about it. Like we, and he brings a proof that we make a Shahakol Niyabidvaro on um, produce that spoiled in some way and not, didn't reach its perfect, complete. Um, manifestation, that's called a mini klola, let's say fruits that are unripe and they fell er- from the tree earlier than they're supposed to, they never became fruits, you can't make a burpura eights on them, so make a shahakal. So that's mini klola, that's a negative thing, so it gets a shahakal. And the Vilna Gon adds that this is Bubichinas a Shomer Lepri. He goes into explaining that the concept of Ra, is that Ra is in this world, it's here just like a shell, a husk of a fruit is that it's here to help the tov mature and manifest and blossom. So just like a shell, if I get a shell, it's so annoying, it's so blocking, it's, it's, it's not good, I try to eat it, it's not tasty, it's, it's making it not good for me. But, of course, you silly person, if the shell wouldn't be here, then your fruit would have never been able to blossom. It would have never been able to be as soft and delicious as it is, uh, now that it's been hiding under this shell, so too, what, we, what we've been saying, is that the Ra, the Ra in the world, is a part of the Tov. The Ra helps the Tov to become even better. That's why, and that's why it's Kol. Kol means everything. Hashem makes everything, uh, that even the thing that seemingly isn't Tov, but it really, but it really, so we, which is Ra, but Hashem is, is creating that as well because it's also a part of the of the good of, of the greater good. I mean, rise good by itself. Rise good was a part of the greater system where it's a challenge which is overcome. Then that's what Hashem does. I mean, Hashem doesn't create Ra. Hashem's not interested in having Ra. He doesn't want that there should be evil. He wants that there should be everything, meaning good and also an evil, which opposed and, and was overcome. So that's the whole package. That's what Hashem wants. And because in that regard, it becomes tov me'od. Then, even, then, that's, then that's a positive thing. It's like a, a certain seasoning or a certain spice that's bitter maybe, and it wouldn't be tasty if you gave it to a person to eat. When you mix it into a, a, delici- into a dish, so the dish was good, it was tasty, you put this little bit of a, of, a, of a sour taste to it, it gives it that tang, and it makes it even tastier. That, that's raw. So if that's cold, you put everything into it, even the thing that seemingly is not tasty. And according to this, it comes out unbelievable. We can offer an additional explanation that um, why are Hazal deviating from the words of the Navi? The Navi said that Hashem creates Ra. So why are Hazal saying it creates a cold? So, and who knows, maybe that's even the, an illusion in the, wor- in the words of the Gemara. Um, the, with the Maral, the first Hakdamot of Vurz Hashem, 
explains why it is that there's no prophecies about Olam Haba. There's no prophecies, not in the Chamesh Yechum Torah, by Moshe Rabbeinu, and there's no prophecies in the, in, in the other, uh, in the Jivri Nevim, in, in, in the Ksuvim. Since it's all written by Nevuah, it says there's no such thing as prophecy about Olam Haba. There's obviously hints and allusions everywhere in the, in the Torah to it, but an explicit prophecy about Olam Haba, there's not. And the reason is because Olam Haba is something that's completely separate from us. It's like existing in a different space and time. It's a parallel universe, Olam Haba. And a Navi, a prophet, gives a prophecy over here. You know, a prophet is called a seer. He's a roe. It means he has, he, he's experiencing right now this thing, what he's giving you a prophecy about. He's connected to this, to this thing. He's connected to it in a very real way. It's called a hasaga. It's not just a idea, not just something he knows about, but rather a hasaga means an actual experiential knowledge where he's relating to this. And being the Olam Abba is a parallel universe. It's completely separate. It's an entire different world that we can't even imagine. So Navi cannot connect to that world. He, so he has nothing to say about Even Moshe Rabbeinu could not have a Nebu about Olam Abba. Because Olam Abba, like the Gemara Bracha says, Ayn Ra, no eye saw what is stored away for the tzaddikim no Abba. And it's in his dark and in his dafka. No eye saw means no no uh, by eye it means it means a, uh, the the words of a prophet. No prophet prophesized about Olam Abba. So but but Chachamim do say things about Olam Abba, and the Maral says that that's what Chazal mean that Chacham Ajit Minovi. A chacham is greater than a prophet. What do you mean a chacham is greater than a prophet? A prophet, a prophecy is, is so much, uh, has so many advantages over chachma. The answer is, of course it does. A prophecy has tremendous advantages over chachma. Is that a prophecy is a hasaga. It's you're experiencing it, you're there, it's 100% real and without any doubts or questions. But chachma also has an advantage over nevuah. And that is in this regard. A chacham is ajit minavi, means a, a chacham, a wise man, can, can understand and extrapolate and know farther and beyond that where the prophet's prophecy, where the prophet's vision stops. And just like if you imagine a person's vision, he can see only a certain distance. But once you turn a corner or a couple of corners, you can't see anymore. You can only see in a straight line. You can only see what's directly in front of you. But all my boys not in front of us. All my boys around the corner. But a chacham, he can extrapolate, he can look at shadows, he can look at sounds, he can use sonar, whatever it is that he's doing. Now, he doesn't know for a fact what's there because he's figuring it out. He's not seeing it. But he does have something to say about it. So if that's the case, so the Navi, when he sees the when he sees Ra in this world, so he says that this is boy Ra. He says, this is Ra. There's nothing I can say about this. But a chacham says, you're right, in this world it's Ra. In this world, there's nothing but Ra. But when you get to the next world, and this that was in this world, Ra, now becomes the vehicle that you are going to be able to experience Olam Abba without the Nahamad Sufa, the bread of shame. Because it's going to be, it's going to be something that's going to be, it's going to make it sweeter Olam Abba for you. So then, it's, it's now Chazal, with their ability to, yes, understand what Olam Abba is going to be like, can speak in a higher way than the Navi. The Navi can only see Ra as being Ra. But the Chachamim can see Ra as being Kol. That, that, that's why we in Davini, that's why the Nusach, the Chazal, established was, was Vore 
הכל. Maybe we can also add that that's what it means when, when we continue in, in, in Birkas Yotzer or on Shabbos Davening we say Hakol right, right after this right after Yotzer or Vorei Shechoshech Osei Shalom Vorei Hakol and we continue Hakol Yoducha Vakol Yishabchucha Vakol Yomu Ein Kadosh Kashem so why are we stressing? In one, we have so one, two, three, four, five times we're talking about hakol. Everything, everything, everything. Because the point is kipshuto. When everyone is acknowledging you, when everyone is praising you, when everyone is seeing the greatness of Hashem, it's a bigger shavach to Hashem. It's a bigger greatness. So we mean having ra in the world is a good thing because that good that ra, although it opposes. The world of Hashem, but when it's crushed, when it's overcome, when it's denied, that acts as a vehicle for greater revelation of Hashem's shavach, of Hashem's praises, of Hashem's praises. That's that's um, that is uh, the the hakol. This is part one. Bez Hashem, um, tomorrow we'll do part two to this year.